And now, Kyle and Steve. Now it's going to play twice. Yeah, that's okay. We'll just talk over it while it goes, though. <laughs> Which, by the way, I always thought you guys did this until Steven said it wasn't. Because I thought this was you talking. Oh, wow. Very much sounds like you doing a voice. Like, doing okay, a character. Yeah, yeah. And then it sounds like me playing guitar. Yeah, and it does sound like you playing guitar. Well, it's Stephen playing. But then uh, I was listening to uh, State Champs one time. Oh yeah. And their song, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is that song. And I like, and I hit up Stephen, like, dude, like, did I, you guys I keep this? singing along? I'm like, why do I know like the words of this song that's not a song? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Shit. it's because the guy you hired did totally the, ripped off. Did he really? It's a. Uh, you did send it to me. It's actually. like secrets or something. It's like yeah. It's my favorite song they do. It's, it also sounds like a Taylor Swift song. But. You should pull that up. Yeah, we're actually gonna delete this whole portion of the podcast because people are going to find out we're phony. <laughs> no, I think we should keep it. What a, what a great way to start a podcast right there. Just like all of a sudden, like the intro <laughs> that everybody start the, the intros that everybody's used to, yeah, but then we like, just start talking oh, over it and like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> so state champs and secrets. Here we go. Yeah. Playing. I mean, I do like state champs. Yeah. It's got that same vibe. Yeah. Very much. And then the chorus is really where it sounds like uh, your guys' intro. Oh, man. That bass tone. Yeah, I saw these guys play the Warp Tour here, and I was the front row security. I'd never heard of them. Yeah. And I was the worst security because I just, my back was to the audience the whole time. I love I kept you having guys. people fall on me from the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, move. I'm trying to watch a show here. Oh, yeah. man. I'm getting paid good money to <laughs> guard. Yeah. I'm getting paid okay money to no, do this. The only thing you're really doing is you're just hitting beach balls back. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and the occasional person, crowd surfer. Well, I, I, so I like to stand back and let the big guys oh, deal yeah. with that. Yeah. She's a big girl. You're going to have to get her. Uh, <laughs> dude, that's the skit. Like, I was in, uh, what was this? It was Ferg, ASAP Ferg, when he came up this last summer. And I was the one in, like, you know, the, the photo pit. And then all of a sudden, these guys just start going to town. Like, literally, like, two rows behind. And all of a sudden, just the biggest security guards that were on security of that that night were just like on top of me and i was like i'm not a part of this and i just I had to like camera. i had to like sw swim out of it like oh man yeah and then they just ripped this guy a new one dude yeah what happened yeah, yeah. Uh, I, i'm always looking at like youtube of concerts live concerts i love watching live concerts all the time um doesn't matter who it is almost but i always love seeing like a security guy kind of get um flipped like he doesn't seem like he's interested at all in the entire show, and then he starts bopping his head. Oh yeah, and, and then, then he's like, "Ooh!" And like, yeah, especially yeah, if there's yeah, like yeah, an yeah. 808 or something before a breakdown, they're like, oh, <laughs> did, baby. You, "Did you see the YouTube video that went viral of the security guard at like a Slipknot cover band?" And they they let him with the keg. They let him take his police baton and dunk. Oh, dunk. that's cool. Like, dun, yeah. So he was dun, 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 into dun, dun. it. Oh, yeah. I like the one where Snoop Dogg passes a blunt to the dude, oh, and the guy yeah. just can't say no. Like, oh, all right, dude, like, that's I don't, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is worth my job for yeah, sure. He gets yeah. pulled in the office the next morning. He gets high fives. <laughs> Jim, what were you thinking? Uh, it's Snoop it's Dogg. Snoop. Like, I, he can't say no. I thought that was in the it's contract. Part of the job. Yeah, it was part of my job. To do this, we make him feel safe. I was okay. security for Afro Man uh, when he came uh, up here and did Coots. And, I remember. Uh, I'm I like, too. That was a big deal. It was a really fun show. Cold 45. And, you know, I'm very much not a security person. Uh, but they were just they needed bodies to do to be around the place. And like, like, all right, cool. So what's my job? Like, well, he kind of like sized me up. Like, 
we're just going to have you stand next to Afro Man the whole night. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, stand next you to him? You just stand next to him. I'm like, okay. And like, yeah. and then the show starts. I'm like, 10 blunts are immediately lit. And the security's like, hey, go grab those blunts. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be this guy, but I just go. I can't smoke that much. And so they're like, hey, man, can I get that? And like, yeah, what's up, dude? I'm like, cool, thanks. Um, and I just like threw it out the back door. Oh. And I must have thrown like 30 blunts out that night. And, oh. and then at the end, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go get them. Of course, they're all gone. Yeah. But yeah, that's, you were that guy. I was yeah. that guy, and the security's like, "Why don't you just put them in your pocket?" I'm like, "Cause I'm security. I thought I was supposed to like have some sort of like, you know, Josh Olsen arrested for having thirty blunts. <laughs> like, can your pants go on fire? You're like, oh too. shit, yeah. Uh, oh. Well, uh, we, we that was that was an interesting start of a podcast. We've yeah, never done that. Um, and uh, actually, I need to go. So thanks, guys, for having yeah, me yeah, here. Dude, let's this wrap is, it up. Yeah, uh, thanks dun, for dun, being dun, here. Dun, dun. How how can people find you? No, so we have Josh Olson in the studio. Uh, Josh is one of our oldest friends, even more like, I mean, Kyle and you have history. And I'm excited to get into that because we've had um, some people on that Kyle's gone way back with. And you've known like those same people like Emma Hill or Jeff Landfield. I think maybe mm-hmm. that got everything gets intertwined, connected somehow in Anchorage. Um yeah. You know the the scene. Yeah, back with Christian Kyle. There's very few people I still talk to. That was my dark side. <laughs> oh, back in that's a whole special case. Yeah, special case. Okay. <laughs> I was a wild child, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, so Josh is here to spill the tea on Special K. Um, oh yeah. But anyway, no, Josh, uh, welcome to the podcast. Good to see you guys. Uh, yeah. Hi, Carol. Oh, yes. got to start yes. that off. That. Oh, yes. Well, I mean, that you, that's a nice segue right there. Yeah, my new best friend. Yeah. Uh, you. That's the funny thing. You did meet my mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I got you to come to Willowa when I saw you on a, a mom yep. date, and I'm like, finally, this is it. Like, yeah. you know what? You guys don't talk about anybody else but me and her the most. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I got to see who this other person yeah. is. Yeah. Got to size yeah. her up. Size the app. <laughs> hey, girl. Guess it's gonna be number one. <laughs> and okay. I love your introduction. You're like, "Hey, this is Josh." You're like, okay, like from the podcast. You're like, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah she knew, <laughs> she knew right away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we were on a whiskey. We went to Risky and Ramen, mm-hmm. which is like now my new favorite place. In I still have yet to been. Same. Oh, and you I, guys got to go. I really want to. No but one's invited me. Anyway, they have these really cool. <laughs> I'll invite, I'll invite you. <laughs> they, they, are you looking at me? <laughs> no, nobody's invited me. Uh, yeah, it's just like darts Anchorage, right to my right from I'm his open. eyes. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I was at Whiskey and Ramen, and we, they have cool cocktails because uh, our friend Corey does the, mm-hmm. the drinks there. And then you saw one of these, and so I was like, "Mom, you want to go over to Willow and say hi to Josh?" And then so she was like, "She didn't know. She didn't make that connection yet." And then it wasn't until you were standing in front of us that she made that connection. So that was really fun. Uh, I'm so glad you got to meet my mom. Yeah. And now you can actually visualize her as we 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 talk to her. You know, right she now. looks exactly how I pictured her too. So. Yeah, typical mom, but like she's the one of the best. And I also I still fully believe that my mom and your mom probably hung out when they were teenagers because my mom's from Brooklyn. Oh, and they're probably right around that same age. So Dude, they're probably they were probably at the roller range. hitting the blunts. They were going to. They were pre-Afro man. Yeah, blunts. I was yeah, gonna say yeah. they were the ones that you were taking the blunts from. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was my mom for no sure. Was your mom ever in a street gang? Yeah, my mom was in the Flatbush she had Tigers. The freaking the the what butterfly the Flatbush Tigers. Oh yeah. my Wait, God. Really? Yeah, it was a real gang. Uh, oh, she's I like, yeah, you, you know, like trash lids were your best friend, man. You grab that thing, you got a shield yeah. and a weapon. I'm like, okay, I don't think get the name. 
Uh, Flatbush is uh, the street that they lived okay, on. Okay, good. Thank God. I was worried where that was going. <laughs> That's kind of... <laughs> never went there with that. Thanks, Kyle. All right. Back on track. Hey, Mom. Quite a gang name. Uh, anyway, yeah. Well, uh, you tell, tell my mom, even though she already knows because she met you, but what uh, you do and what maybe you've done. So... How my wife has always referred to my career is a uh, a blue collar rock star. Mm. So oh, that's you know, cool. The guy that you know is essentially doing like a nine to five, except for it's PM. Oh yeah, to the AM. <laughs> and uh, so I've been playing bars, you know, five days a week, if not more, uh, since I was eleven years old. Damn, eleven years old. I had a, a drum mentor that played at the bar in Kodiak, and like Wednesday nights, I would be in the bar playing music till one in the morning. Damn. And uh, my parents are cool with it. You know, they're just kind of like, you know, set the ground rules. Like, hey, you know, no matter what you do at night, you got to be up and not complaining in the morning to go to school. You know, obviously at 11, you know, can't drink, you know, can't party. Which no is, women, no drugs. Yeah, don't bring any of those bar ladies home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, No bar flies tonight, son. And yeah. before that, actually, uh, in third grade, I became a Kodiak Alutic dancer. And so it's like the dance group in Kodiak where you sing like the native songs. Love that. And it was right around the time that uh, I was being adopted into the native tribe through my dad. So like, so that's why I have all the native benefits, even though I'm super white. Oh, so, oh, that, okay. I was there. I never made that connection because I know we talked, you know, I'm going to get into it to your carpentry stuff that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. But I was like, man, he is very white. Yeah. And I was like, I never made that connection. And so <laughs> it makes sense now. Yeah. So yeah, my, uh, my stepdad, who's, you know, just my dad, yeah. uh, always has been. Uh, so, you know, he wanted me to get into, he was, you know, I grew up around his family. He's one of eight and they're one of the original families of Kodiak. So, you know, growing up in that very like great community and then doing the uh, native dance troupe, traveling up and doing AFN, going to like Seattle and stuff, you know, so like essentially touring from like third grade on and like would even like come up in the middle of the school year and play when the heritage center opened up. I stayed up here for two months and missed two months oh, of school wow. and lived in the UAA dorms and just got to like hang out, perform two, three times a day. And then yeah, all summer I'd always perform. Mm-hmm. And so I also always had money, which was cool. So I was the only kid like in th- you know third grade that could go to the candy store. I'm like, oh, I got a hundred bucks in my bank account. Like, you have Damn. a bank account? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Next round's on me. Of <laughs> yeah. Mountain Dews, please. And then, uh, and then I did orchestra and would tour around a little bit with that uh, on the, like the West Coast. And then uh, finally in high school is where I like, it was like, I want to say freshman year. The reason I wanted to get in the rock and roll was I saw the movie Back to the Future for the first time. Oh, man, Johnny B. And when he is, it was probably before high school, but like when he's up on stage dancing and playing, like I remember jumping on my bed. I'm like, that's what I want to do. Oh, I love that. And so start a classic rock cover band called Greater Cause with uh, two of my best friends, Bubba and Logan, who uh, I'm still best friends with today. I talk to them all the time. This is high school, right? And this is high school. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're playing bars in high school, getting paid like 700 bucks a night. What? And like- You guys were, you guys are entrepreneurs oh, before- killing it. Before your time. And, uh, we're, you know, they do this uh, big, it's called Warm August Night now, but it used to be uh, the Bear Country Music Festival. And they'd have a- like Joey Fender in the 55s play it. They had mm-hmm. the great Ken band play it one time who, uh, you know, one knows his name, but you know, it has like a couple hit songs. You sure. would know. 
And they, yeah, we were playing to like a barn full of like 600 people and just rocking out. And they're like, you know, it was a big deal in high school. And uh, what's funny too is both those guys eventually moved to Hawaii, one to Oahu, one to the big island. And that's the two islands I've lived on and played music with them. <laughs> So, like, our musical careers have always, like, intertwined. The bo- uh, Bubba in the Box? Bubba in the Box. That was the okay, big idea. Okay, that makes sense. And now. then Logan, uh, just this last summer, I played a show in Kodiak with him. And oh, uh, he's got cool. this killer band in Kodiak that still plays. And actually, he was just up here the other day. And uh, I'm helping him plan an Alaskan tour to go all around the state and oh, stuff. Oh, that's cool. Sweet. Man, most of my buddies in high school that were into music and we started a band don't even play music anymore. Nope. So that's really kind of cool. Yeah. That's kind of cool that you guys all kept it, kind of kept it going. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you started the band. You made it really big, right? You toured all over the world. Um, so my sophomore, after my sophomore year, um, I get signed on to be a roadie for a band out of Seattle that's going to do a European tour. And the second day of the tour, the bass player falls in love with some girl in 24 hours grabs his backpack, leaves his base, jumps on a train with this girl. And so what? And then, uh, Tyson, right? Does anyone play bass? And, uh, my buddy, uh, that had him on tour with me, that's also a roadie. He's like, Josh is really good at bass. I'm like, shut up. And I'm like, really? I'm like, well, yeah, I'm pretty good. You just They're didn't like, want the attention or cool. what? Oh, I was just nervous. I was 16. These are all yeah. like college days uh, guys in the band. Can you say the band name? Like It was called Last Rain. Last uh, Rain? What kind of music was it? It was a Christian rock band. Oh, Ooh. hell yeah. Right yeah. up our alley. Oh! Uh, I don't remember many of the songs. I remember we covered a Lifehouse song. Uh, oh yeah, of course. Uh, Which one was it? Was it was it the? Uh, it was the everything I want to say. Um, it was like one of the last tracks on that big album. I can't remember. But all uh, songs. there's I, that one hit. It's not the, the one hit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, that's this the one, one I, this I, I would recognize. A cool song that uh, I still like. Every once in a while, like like oh, I gotta hear that again. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I get 24 hours to rehearse and learn like an hour's worth of material, and the next day we're in Ukraine. We played the Olympic Stadium for 30,000 people. What? It was insane. Okay, I was just joking when I said, oh, you joined the band and you went and toured the world. No, you actually fucking I, I did. did. <laughs> and then I had no idea, but, dude. You know, it's, you know, how, how have I known you? And you've never, I, I've never known that you played well, a show in This Ukraine. is also, you know, before social media. So I come back God, and everybody's like, right now? hey, how's your summer? I'm like, oh, I did this lie. big thing. And they're like, <laughs> Did you? And like my buddy who went with me, that uh, he had dropped out of high school, and so like I'm like, oh, Caleb was with me. Like Caleb, the one that died. I'm like, why does everybody think he died? Uh, <laughs> he just quit going <laughs> he, to school. He just disappeared. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I did that, and like, wait a minute. It was okay, a cool so experience. I'm very curious about this Ukraine thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you guys get picked? Like this, not a very big band get picked to play in front of 30,000 people. The uh the per- the people that put the tour together like had all the connections and like I don't think they used the same band every time but they would find a band that they liked and <sighs> would like sign them up to do this tour. Insane. Dude. And like you know, I didn't uh I didn't get paid, but I didn't have to pay for anything and we're staying yeah. at the nicest hotels everywhere. Which in Ukraine is not that nice. Yeah. Uh, like you're talking like a hole in the floor is your toilet. 
and there's like a broom. I'm like, is the broom for my butter for the floor? I but I had, a, I had my fanny pack with my own <laughs> tissues. So again, cultured though. You're 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 seeing the Very world. Very cultured. Uh, first time I ever got drunk was on that tour. I was in Frankfurt, Germany. How fucking cool is that? I was in a fucking trailer park in Wasilla for my first time getting That's drunk. Not very cool. <laughs> exactly. That's That's very Alaskan. Saying. Very Alaskan. That's <laughs> uh, not cool you at all. You might need to you dig were into in that. Crazy. Uh, no. So no, it's not that cool. Me and uh, my friend. Caleb, we uh, we're sharing a room, and it's like the Intercontinental, like the you know five star, like nice hotel. And he's like, "I'm gonna take a nap." I'm like, "Well, I'm not tired. I'm gonna go for a walk. Let's go for a walk down the the famous river they have there." And I see this little outdoor restaurant. I'm like, "I'm gonna get a Pepsi." And I go up to him. I get to ask the guy for a soda. And he starts yelling at me, and I'm like scared. I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm so sorry. I'm American. I don't know how I offended you." He's like, "Oh, I thought you were being rude in a different language. Uh, no, you're good, man. Like 15 year olds, I'll get you one." Like what? 15 euros. And that's like, they're pretty much the same as a dollar. Again, I'm terrified. Yeah. So I give him the money. Uh, and he hands me like, I had to be like a 20 ounce size drink. And it had a ton of limes in it. I take a sip. I'm like, I don't know what this is, but it's really good. <laughs> so I down it. And then like, you know, first drink I've ever had, like just wrecked. <laughs> and like, I'm stumbling the mile walk back to the hotel <laughs> I get up to the room and uh, my buddy wakes up and he's like, hey man, like I'm good to go. Let's go have fun. I'm like, I can't do it. I got to lay down. I'm drunk. He's like, we don't drink. I'm like, I do now. <laughs> this is the start. I'm a drinker. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Commercial but, break. So what was it? Uh, probably like a rum and coke or something. So, so the word soda, was that the word that? I don't know if I said soda or coke. Or something um, that he took took the wrong way. Yeah, he's like, you're like rudely asking for the bathroom. And like mm. he responded, probably he could have been saying like polite German words, but it's just a terrifying language. Mm. So I was just very harsh, very scared. Yeah. yeah. Man, wow. that's a, what a way to get drunk the first time. Yeah. yeah. That is a that is a neat story. Okay. So you're you 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 went on tour. Only one tour with that band? Just one tour, came back, uh finished out high school and uh my one of my dad's childhood friends is the guitar tech for Dashboard Confessional. Oh, and my hands down. My dad <laughs> hand, uh, hits him up like, "Hey, my son like wants to be a musician. You know, you got any tips?" He's like, "Actually, we need a production assistant for this tour we're doing. We're going to Japan. Does he want to do it?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want to do it." And you know, like have like these like phone conversations with him and stuff. He's like, "All right, cool, man. I'm gonna fly up the Kodiak and help you pack." Flies up the Kodiak and. Somehow there's the lack of communication where he thinks I'm my older brother um, and not realize I'm not 21. Mm. Now, I had already gotten the full ride scholarship for UAA, UAF, and Berkeley, and I turned everything down to do this tour. Oh. And now, like, it's end of the school year. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, cool, I guess I'm not going to do that. And so I uh, went to the firefighter academy and did firefighting straight after high school. Oh, wow. And uh, and then I did a year of that, realized it wasn't for me, and then that's when I first moved up here and started Men with uh, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, or I shouldn't say started, I joined Men. Enter Kyle uh, from yeah. stage left. What, what a time in our life. You know, student union days, those, those days I look back fondly. Yeah. And for some reason, before I drank ever at that time, I have a hard time remembering a lot of stuff from there. And I don't know why it was, maybe it was just a blur of being... 19 almost 20 years ago yeah oh yeah. Uh, well, yeah we are getting freaking old i was gonna say that was a long time ago yeah and it's yeah. like i just will never forget 
and I've said this on here before, is the open mics and seeing Kevin do Black Betty, that the one man band. Oh, yeah. And I know he's done it many <laughs> we times. We should get Kevin on here but too. We should talk about that. <laughs> that was just uh, that will be in because I was like, why are we even going up after this? Okay, it's done. <laughs> the open mic's done. This Man. is the greatest sh- greatest show ever. And he had a he had a bicycle helmet that had a drumstick screwed to it. So um, oh, yeah. for people that don't know, like Kevin would play sit on a drum set, play yeah. guitar, and sing Black Betty. And he was doing the dooch dooch with yeah. his feet, and then playing and like killing the solo, yeah, singing, <laughs> and then having the the drumstick, and he would hit the crash cymbals with, with his, his drumstick attached to his head, yeah. And uh, it was just a sight to be seen. Talk about before your time, Kevin. That dude. Oh man, yeah. he's a talented guy. Uh, okay, so how did you guys meet? I want to know like the formation of the band. Like, wh- when was it that you guys were like, "This is love." I'm guessing I probably met Jason. I might have met Jason and Joe at the same time. It probably. It Joe, always starts with Jason. It Jason does. and it always Joe. starts with Jason. Well, they were like the the UA um, bad boys. What's the word? Oh, pretty boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they worked in the student union. At least they Jason did. did so yeah. they knew every single person on campus. Yeah, and that's just how Joe is. Like well, he'll go up Joe to too. anyone and say hi, yeah. and he's just so likable. How can you not? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I think. Basically, we met at open mic night or something, and I think so. And then we're like, "Hey, he plays bass. We don't have a bassist because we did that terrible cover of uh, oh, uh, did you do boxcar racer, boxcar racer in the wrong key. Yeah, I know my yeah, I, oh, the wrong tuning. Who was singing? Was it, was, were you singing or was Joe? No, singing? it was Joe. Joe was. It singing. was me, Joe, and Jason at that time. Mm-hmm. And Joe had his bass tuned to D. Drop D and the oh, songs in East no. mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so and I thought we just like killed it. I was like, oh my God, that was awesome. And then Kevin walked up. He's like, what tuning was that? Basin. I was like, I have no idea. But that, oh God, I hit distortion at the perfect time, I think. And it was just like, even though there was oh, man, nobody there, like shit. your first time getting in front of people to play music, that was mine. I Powerful. Would say. Yeah, Powerful. it was like, yeah, that's the drug. Yeah, sure. yeah it is. Yes. And anybody an that's like doesn't understand why people play music or rock stars or anything, I'm like, you would if you ever played in front of people, yeah. even a small crowd. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and that that's something we can talk about too because I feel like we've all played on stage, we've all played in front of big crowds, small crowds, very small crowds, nobody, zero people. crowds, yeah. right? And I still think every time I get up on stage, even if it's in front of the bartender, like I'm still like lit up dude like i'm ready to go i'm on mm-hmm. fire um yep. and so there We're is something narcissists that want the attention oh 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. i mean i was the fucking bass player in my band and i was like give me a mic i want to sing because there's not i want more spotlight i want, yeah. mm-hmm. I want i'm an attention whore i want more i want more um and then after years of saying stupid ass shit on stage <laughs> Uh, I was like, I don't need the mic anymore, guys. <laughs> Somebody take this, this away, away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying too hard. Uh, you guys do your thing. Um, but yeah, okay. So you you guys, you know, you started a band. You got got the bug. I mean, you've had the bug, you know, for a while by yeah, then. It's always- I mean, you played in front of 30,000 people, which honestly, I think even if you put all the people that me and Kyle played together, that's like probably more than combined of our entire yeah. career. I, I can't think, even count to thirty thousand. I think the most people I've ever played in front of was like three thousand. Yeah, that's still. I mean, that's that's I still mean, pretty good. But yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I mean, over 
uh, that's a whole, you know, the whole, that's a whole span. Airlines or Alaska Airlines Center. Yeah. So, I mean, 30,000 is, is just an, uh, a remarkable thing, especially for a high schooler, dude. Yeah. I don't think I was, I, I would have been ready for that, like, stage at, as a high schooler. You know, I, I pulled it off pretty decent. The only tough, the toughest part was the bass was one of those like from Bill and Ted that doesn't have a headstock. Oh, it's really oh. So like, every time I go to slide down, my hand would just fly off oh, the yeah. bass. <laughs> I'm like, oh, never, no. never played they're, one of those. Oh, they're horrible. Yeah, I, I don't think I could be down. They're for that. strung down by the. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Maybe we should also too just say like the band that you guys were in. Now, if someone's been listening to this podcast for a while, you, we've talked about this band. It's a very popular band on this podcast. Uh, the band was called Men. Who mm-hmm. came up with that? Um, I Probably I, Jason. It's J- Jason pro- or it's Joe. It's a very Joe thing. I feel like the musically leaders. excited nerds. Yeah, musically excited well, nerds. I feel like we came up with Men first, and then we're like, oh, it has oh, to stand, has to for, stand something. for something because it's a little too on the nose. Yeah, so I want to say Jason <laughs> came up with the men part, and then yeah, probably the rest funny. of us figured the rest out. I can't even remember. I just, like, it was one of those things where we didn't even know what we were doing, right? right. Like, mm-hmm. your oh, first no bands, one ever does. you're no one like, ever does. Okay, but we didn't even learn covers at first. We just started writing, which was kind of cool. Like, oh, yeah. that's fun. That, that, that's what I was going to ask. Covers. I was going to say, what was next? What did you guys do? Yeah, we just uh, would sit because I was neighbors. My parents are neighbors with Jason's parents. And so I would go over there. There's always He was always drumming mm-hmm. all the time. And so I would go over and I'd walk through the house, downstairs, and I'd hear, <laughs> always Blink-182 covers, like 99.2. <laughs> 10%, you know, and then I would walk down there and he'd be just almost either buck naked or just wearing underwear <laughs> yeah, and just yeah. like sweaty. No fear being naked. No, and uh, I'm just it. like walking and it smells like sweat and he's just like has big uh, studio headphones on just like playing to the song. So I was just like, Jason, Jason. <laughs> and so then finally, man, That's we should shit. like get electric guitar or something. And he, I think he bought one, an amp from like a pond store shop or something and i was about like, to say pawn star pawn star <laughs> i think you were about yeah. to flew down the pawn star yeah. <laughs> we bargained for it for a while but uh, we got it and then it just was like here's a couple little riffs and i think jason kind of actually wrote a couple of the guitar riffs at the beginning and then me and joe started playing more guitar and then ben actually came along and played guitar mm-hmm. in the band too so it was kind of like weirdly friends that happened to be able to play music that formed a band yeah. is what it was. Yeah. And it's, it's not like you were looking for musicians. It was like, Oh, you actually can play something like let's all get together. So did you guys like, did you guys try each other out? Like as like, Oh yeah. I phrased that very in, cleverly. In, there was, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> did you guys, were you guys like, are you any good? I mean, did you just like, nope. were you just like, Oh, well, just come over and we'll jam. You guys had seen me play. I think. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, cause I was playing in a band with Kevin called Edgerly. Uh, with Elon, yeah. Yeah, so Elon was our drummer who was also from Kodiak. We graduated together and had played together a bit. And uh, we were doing the open mic, and we were up next, and they're like, hey, so what's the band name? And Elon had gone bathroom. He's a very He was a very shy guy at the time. And we're like, um... Call it Edgerly, which is his, his last name. Oh, <laughs> so like, so then I was gonna say, I was like, that's pretty edgy, <laughs> but that's it's, so it's cool. Ed, it's uh, kind of Edgerly. So then, yeah, then they call up like, all right, up next is Edgerly, and he looks so like, oh yeah, you're, you're solo tonight, dude. Uh, he's like, what? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, our, it's our new band name, and we played that, and then we won 
the UAA Battle of the Bands in the Commons, which I don't think men competed in. I don't even think they were, yeah. Uh, but we won uh, a slot to play at Beatles for our first time. Uh, we're going to open up for the band Shorty, which does the intro song for the movie Hostel. Oh. And uh, I've never, like, never seen it. You've Hostel? never seen a Hostel. Really? I know. Out of all the movies, like, I, I first feel one like. was good. It was big when it came out, the too. The first one Yeah, it was, was. huge. Whew. Eli Roth. That blowtorch I, I like, I like Eli. scene. Uh, that really just messed with I, my. I think it. I, someone uh, compared it to Saw. And like mm. saw mm. the first one good, but then other than that was like, eh. and it's, so it's very much just torture porn. I think of. I just lost my appetite for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Saw is based on people that made bad decisions, having a chance to make a good thing. That's <laughs> yeah. the whole premise. Right. But the first Hostel one is the first more about people good. just getting tortured because they were the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like saw is that bad sounds people like Eli Roth for the sounds most part. Like, mm-hmm. They That's did true. something and they have to pay the consequence. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm okay with saw. So <laughs> we do that show and that's like my foot in the door for Beatles. And, uh, and then Albert who ran the place, I was like, Hey, you know, you want to book another show? I'm like, yeah, I have another band called men. He's like, all right, I already love it. Uh, so I love it. Uh, and I still have this, uh, the poster for it in my garage. And so it was Edgerly Men, uh, Broken by Fire, and Send Jetpacks Quick. Oh, yeah. And then, it, was the, it was the Lindsay Lohan. Was it Lindsay Lohan? No, poster? no, no. That's different a, one. Different, that was a UA show. Because uh, this one he made, it was like it was like kind of professional looking, too. Like yeah, I remember like, I showed it to Jason's uh, stepdad, and he's like, that's, that's a legit poster. Like, you Eric, guys, Eric, shout you out to Eric. You guys made it. He, Eric was, I mean, and Deborah too, but like Eric was just... He texts me even sometimes in the the recent uh, past, not even too long ago, just saying like he misses because we used to practice before school, before mm-hmm. college classes. Like we'd have a class we'd at get there early. eight or nine. And wow. we would, I would walk over next door and we would practice at like, it had to be like 7.30. They the were neighbors so fucking rock probably. stars. Oh, man. No, the neighbors hated us. I bet, yeah. dude. Anything before 8 a.m. Oh, if it's no. not quiet in my Jesus. house, that's, that. What's what is going on? Yeah. Uh, no, man. yeah. Jason's parents were very much like crucial for yeah. us to be a band. <laughs> that's so um, funny. Yeah. I mean, they own the men house. I mean, that's why we got it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I feel even worse now for them. Yeah. <laughs> we trashed that, that house. The, oh. You're going to need to paint the walls. Cause that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Why did you say that? My mind went so many places. Because there's probably liquor and beer all over there. <laughs> yeah, sure. Liquor, beer. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But that was, a, that was a key part of that whole band was that, mm-hmm. that whole family essentially yeah oh, also wow. like you know i've never met your parents i've never met joe's parents you guys you, haven't met mine but we all were best friends with jason's parents yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love that eric was the I man love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean it was just like a, a really good time for music in anchorage i feel like because it felt like a scene that i had no idea was there like yeah. i was probably the least qualified to be in a band by far I had like get the most talented in the band. What the most talented? Well, Your I, guitar skills were killer. Well, they they progressed very quickly because I just practiced all the time. Because I was like, I suck. Because Joe would give me a hard time. Because he'd be like, Can't you just like down pick that the whole time or something? I'm like, <laughs> clank 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 clank. He's like, No no no. And he had he was like a talented musician. Like mm-hmm. he could yeah, sing. He always, play, yeah. And he'd just be like, No, just get your wrist and go faster. And I'm like, My wrist <laughs> does not go faster. <laughs> And it was just like, I was like, I don't deserve to be in this band, but I'm going to try my hardest. <laughs> and oh, so I love that. it just worked out that way for us. And uh, 
I just don't even remember why we kind of called it quits. Mm. I think it was just like we got skipping, old- skipping. I'm sure uh, a ton of shows, but yeah, well, I mean, to like, go back to that first show real quick, the night of the show, the two other bands dropped out. Like Broken by Fire, the guy got in like a fight with his wife, I think it was. And then Send Jetpacks Quick was a high school band. And like one of the kids got grounded. <laughs> so nice. Both bands are out. It's Fucking just us two. Heavy metal. And Albert's like, hey, it's cool, man. I know this, these dudes. Uh, I'm going to have them fill in. It's a band called The Hoons. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I think I'd seen The Hoons at one point, And like I was a huge fan. Yeah. And so then... Uh, like I hit, like I hit up maybe a Bander or Garrett. I'm like, hey guys, like we're gonna play this show with you. Or maybe it was after the show. Like, yeah, it was after. And they're like, hey man, we're gonna go party. Our singer's 21. He's gonna buy us booze. Uh, you want to come? Like, yeah, cool. <laughs> come to this tanning salon, and because uh, their uh, the drummer's mom owned a tanning salon. <laughs> Which one was it? It was the one on Jewel Lake oh, and okay. Raspberry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I show up and like, there's already a big party going and I'm getting Damn. handed like jello shots. I'm like, do you want a spray tan? I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I do now. Oh my <laughs> and God. I got like the worst so spray cool. tan in my life because I was like turning like the wrong directions. <laughs> what kind of party? That's like, a party I'd be I would down. be, I'd be oh, curious Oh, I remember like the that. next day I'm hanging out with like Emma Hill and she's like, you got so tan. When did this happen? And I'm like, look at my hands. She's like, and they're all like discolored and stuff. She's like, oh, what happened? <laughs> and then I explained the other night to her. And she's like, Bad. And she's like, I'm coming to the next one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, They're offering yeah. free spray tan. I'm coming. To I the will next be. One. I want to go to the next one. I, I do remember the Beto stuff just being like, because Beto's was like metal all the time. It's, well, from what yeah. I recalled. And then playing there, it was just like almost like, why are we here? Cause, and then Very much there was so. just a few people that I was like, okay, they're digging this to an extent, but I was still just like, we're in the wrong crowd. Well, all the dudes <laughs> were there for the other bands, but all the girlfriends stayed for us. Yeah. Uh, oh, very much so. Okay, and okay. build a fan base. Yeah. Because women. Like, <laughs> we were playing shows with uh, Glass Halo, oh, um, wow. Corrupture. I remember the Corrupture. Uh, Murder's Justice, I think, was maybe God, was around back then. Yeah. yeah. All this, these old mm, school yeah. metal bands that yeah. were like, Staples in the Alaska community. Yeah, and, and we were the only pop and punk. Next up is Med. <laughs> yeah, A Town Softcore. That was our motto. That was that was our slogan. Softcore. And it was like uh, I, that sounds like, that. like a porn. That, like, well, that's exactly I like. Think that's, that's where my mind goes. That's to perfect because of culture, you know. So A Town Softcore. Yeah. I mean, men. I mean, it's just like it's on brand in my head. And like emo. I feel like it was a, it was about to take off right when we were kind of fizzling out, for sure. And uh, to go back to why we did fizzle out, I remember I'd gone to Kodiak for Christmas or something, and we had to cancel a show. And I came back, and Joe's like, "Hey, man, um, yeah, just with you like going out of town all the time, I don't think you're gonna be able to be in the band." And I'm so. like, "Really? Um, okay." And, and then like, and then yeah, you guys didn't. I I don't know a band I, anymore. Yeah, because I. I remember, and I we love should, Joe to death. We should get Joe on. Now we should and just Ooh. fucking bombard him. <laughs> what the fuck were, were you thinking? <laughs> you ruined my life. <laughs> he, the one joke that Jason and I always laughed about was one night. I remember we were like sitting around playing guitar, and I was like showing Joe some riffs. I was like, "This could be like kind of the direction we're going," because I wanted to do more of the heavier pop punk, maybe mm. not metal, but like heavier Used. riffs yeah and 
his quote was, Kyle, we need to take a blood oath right now that we will not go any heavier. <laughs> like, de- drop dead serious. Like, we need to do a blood oath that we will not go any heavier. <laughs> so, just yeah. slits his hand. Yeah. And just, I'm bleeding here, Kyle. Come <laughs> I'm on. I'm ready. Oh, I remember Jason oh, wanted to change the band name to something like Ashes the Autumn. And I was just like, no, dude. It like, was like a very, and I was like, dude, this is already a band emo. in yeah. metal, I think. Like, yeah, it sounds like, yeah. Yeah, it does sound. Um, now, we listened to it before the podcast. Do you want to pull up? Uh, you know, that that isn't the true men. Though. I know, but you were just saying, like, I wanted to change the the, the sound. And so mm. would there, give the people something to listen this to. This is what it would have become if right. Kyle this got is, his way. Yes. It, this is what like, Joe was not wanting to happen. Yeah. And this needs, like, a little bit of... Of a um, so uh, the melody is what we originally, and it's the same melody. Yeah, it, it's the same melody, and a lot, and I just got creative. Yeah, in the and so way over now it has drums. metal drums. Yeah, and, and yeah, way heavier. But imagine like the soft version of this is yeah. what we were. Yeah, I like sure. this and poppier. And this is what Kyle wanted. This is right. wrote it in my bedroom. Yeah, naked like, naked in GarageBand. Yeah, okay, maybe Logic actually. Yeah, I do remember you working on Logic yeah, back it, in these days. Sorry, I got to take off airplane mode because oh, yeah. I was trying not to be rude. Good fill. That way. was the original good, fill. Good yeah. fill. I was I like trying to find one that was just like it. Guitar tone needs a little work. I know, <laughs> I know. And the Can drums just, way yeah, down that. pick a little faster. <laughs> How does it make you feel listening back to this old stuff? I feel like it was the right thing we just like this was a good time to do this it oh yeah it was a perfect time i yeah. really think like had we kept going like you know like with the way like the millennial falcons are now and yeah. like bad yeah. friday yeah. and everything like like yeah. we could have still stayed a staple oh that swell is dope though kind of, yeah it's it in the in the side i when i did that i was like oh Somebody's got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. But whoever's listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This was actually your so guitar getting away from you. Come back. Yeah, like this riff right here is like what you heard a lot in 2013. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when did you make this? 2011. Yeah, so you were before your time. I, I just love this stuff from metal. If you would, if honestly, well, no, if men, no, the band was 2007. Yeah, this, this but actual this recording re- is That's what I was saying. It's yeah. 2000. And, and eight and all that. And then this was a couple years later. Where were we on? Were we on in Seattle when you made this? Or was no, this, this was before that? This is right before. Yeah. Because oh, like, I mean, we went in 2001. Like, it could have been in Seattle. I don't because know. I remember you getting like really into like guitar production. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't know if you, I don't, yeah, I don't remember you making this specific song, but I do remember you were just figuring out um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, that was that was you know just a little taste of you know some what it, what po- could post-man. have been you yeah. know is there another dimension uh, in the world like another dimension that just basically you guys did go that route we were yellow card actually like we just like blew up yeah exactly <laughs> you put a violinist and in then the band the shirts would have happened because we had this huge vision of I heart. Men. Well, we did have shirts, well, like, but well, they were handmade, handmade, hand drawn, <laughs> and we'd give them out to all our friends who all went to UAA. So you'd see these, like, and they're all like handsome <laughs> dudes good. that had these shirts. Yeah, oh yeah, well, that's we, just yeah. That was the that was the strategy friends. is because 
looking back, we were kind of marketing geniuses, like in a way. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, mm-hmm. A-Town Softcore, that's not bad. First off, Man, it was not a solid looking either. logo, real clean. Yeah. How do you get what was on our mind? How do you get hot chicks to your show? You find the hottest guys at school, make them a fan of your band. Mm-hmm. And so they come oh, and party with you. I thought you were going to say, put them in the band. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's how you got us. No, no, no. no, no. We all were pretty good looking, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. No, you just get them to become fans. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get Yeah. We, <laughs> you go for the guys. Yeah. Well, it's you true because the then uh, the big thing was post parties and <laughs> like. You guys forget them there. What do you mean? What would you just be like? Hey, you. The guys? No, no house parties. Well, we were, yeah. House uh, party. You'd be yeah. like, hey, come to this house party, wear the shirt, and then. The girls be like, "Oh, uh, Kyle's gonna be there," you know, and or whatever uh-huh, hot uh-huh, guy, uh-huh. and then they <laughs> yeah, would show yeah, up, yeah. and then <laughs> you, you know, you got uh, you're building your your customer base yeah, right okay. there. No, I'm just kind of curious, like the the interaction that went on. Like, hey, you you're get kind the of basketball players. You're kind of a all cute, the athletes. You're a yeah, cute guy. All the athletes. You're a cute guy. Here's a flyer. Like, come to the show. That wasn't far off. <laughs> I'm, but also <laughs> with very... Jason working at the student union, he like. They had like a 300 disc CD player yeah. on rotation and he put like 20 of our albums in there. Yeah. <laughs> so we're constantly being played through the college. Uh, Man, you guys were marketing geniuses. I, I we tell were you pretty what, good. Yeah. If, if only we had that grit, you know, to just stick it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, maybe somewhere. Um, okay. Let's get back on track. So men disappeared this is where it started no (laughs) (laughs) some third grade Uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) all right so yeah men fizzles out uh i guess i must have been only been 20 at that time we lost we lost touch after that yeah we just because i i think i kind of oh i stopped going to college because my brother got married right at the beginning of my sophomore year he's like yeah i'm going to get married in italy you want to go like yeah yeah and like I could totally take like three, four weeks off of school and come back and be fine. And oh yeah, did not obviously. And just my like, grades drop. Why? <laughs> I think I passed one class that semester, and then uh, I don't know if I even went to the next semester. And then shortly after that, I uh, was like, oh, I started another band called Monster Eats Pilot, uh, and that was with a. Uh, bunch of friends of mine that were also friends with the hoons and like mm-hmm. we were all like the guys that would party with the hoons start our own band uh, yeah, like sky eats airplane uh well we're all Last big fans eats. of the show lost uh and so that's where monster eats okay. pilot came from and uh, uh played a bunch of cool shows opened up for sick puppies um and then i was also playing in a bar band i was 21 playing in a bar band called third wheel and uh making like decent money yeah uh and so, like, having a blast doing it. And then my buddy Logan from my high school band was in the Coast Guard. He's like, hey, man, I'm getting transferred to Hawaii. Would you ever want to move down there with me and start a band? I'm like, yep. Will people stop <laughs> asking me to do cool stuff? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I uh, take my girlfriend at the time and my, oh, me and Kevin, because uh, Edgerly, uh, our drummer had quit, so we couldn't use the name Edgerly anymore. So you should have just copy, you should have copyrighted yeah. it. You know, just been like, fuck I you. I your name. Uh, so we had Keith Anderson be our drummer for a bit. Oh, and he's a Keith. legendary drummer. Super, yeah. And uh, and then we called the bunny the band uh, Money Shot. Oh, God. <laughs> Which uh, we told Kevin's mom was when you sink the eight ball <laughs> in yeah. pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Money Shot. <laughs> oh, God. And then... Uh, <laughs> 
and then he left the band and uh, we filled the spot with a drummer, Casey, and a guitar player, Jake, who I had met because I had started playing at that church in Eagle River with Kyle Harrington. ACF? Oh. Was it ACF? I don't remember the name. It's the really big one. Yeah, it's it the, yeah. Yeah, it's the, and, that's uh, the biggest in Eagle River. And I know I've told you this, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Say it again. Uh, you, know, I'm, you know, I meet these guys. They're a bit younger than me. They're not 21 yet. I think I'm just 21. And, uh, but, you know, they're fresh out of high school. And, like, they like the party. I like the party. And so, I'm like, hey, you know, like, I had just uh, gotten a one-bedroom apartment in Spinard. It was for free for a summer because the place I was living at had mold and, like, had to kick us out. Like, we'll give you a free apartment for the summer. Like, perfect. Cool. <laughs> and uh, I told these guys, like, hey, you know, you all live in Eagle River. You know, don't drive. Just, just crash here. So I'd had <laughs> seven people sleeping in my one-bedroom apartment because just like this group of people. Was those two, my best friend Johnny Quest, this girl Laura that worked at a restaurant down the street, and then just other random people. And uh, <laughs> badass nickname Johnny Quest, by the way. Yeah, uh, love the show. I, yeah, I gave I him too. that name uh, the first day I met him uh, because I forgot his real name, and it was a uh, it was that apartment I had before Spinard where. Uh, I was moving from a three bedroom that I used to live with uh, Kevin and uh, moving into a two bedroom uh, as I'm moving to with my other buddy. And so the people are like, hey, you can have both apartments for a month uh, while you're like switching over. I'm like, oh, sweet. So the big one had nothing but beer pong tables and the other one had nothing but like bongs and the TV and stuff. <laughs> and priorities. Quest, uh, like, you know, I meet him, like he just sits down, like smokes a bong and like the, I had the DVD of the old TV show, Johnny Quest on repeat. Uh, love it. And then the rest of us go to the beer pong house and we're playing all night. And then like three hours later, he, like he stumbles over. He's like, you guys, I got so high. I couldn't get off the couch. And I'm just watching this Johnny Quest show. I'm like, all right, well, you're Johnny Quest you're now. Johnny Go now. get us some beer. <laughs> and, and, and the, the name stuck. stuck. I love it. So, oh. like, uh, he runs a restaurant downtown now, and uh, he was also in that commercial that uh, we just did for yeah. Willowa. But uh, people, oh, that's everyone, Johnny Quest. That's Johnny yeah, Quest. When he was that's saying, Quest. Okay, I was that, like, oh. I, I didn't. Okay, yeah, I remember you calling him Quest, but yeah, I, you know, know, I'm making call him Johnny Quest. Call him Quest. Call him Questifer. Call him Questicles. <laughs> as long as you don't call him John. He yeah. hates that because, like, some other people just don't get that it's a nickname. It's yeah. like, hey, John, how you doing? He's like, oh, I don't like this because <laughs> uh, his real name's Nick. But uh, Nick Quest doesn't have no, the same doesn't ring. have the same ring. Uh, so, okay. anyways, back to uh, yeah. So I have now this band is called Checker Out with Kevin and the two guys from church, and we're playing the downstairs uh, Club Millennium. Beatles yeah. is done. Uh, we're playing, I don't know, wherever else. But, oh, we're playing a bunch of house parties because the bass player of the Hoons had this big house. So, like, every weekend is the Hoons and us and, like, someone else. And it was this badass time. And then uh, someone slipped some photos of me and the band playing Edward Forty Hands mm. under the pastor's door. And so, like, I get sat down and he's like, what is this? I'm like... It's us having a good time. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, they're not 21. I'm like, yeah, but no one drove, okay? Like, everybody stayed yeah. in my place. Everybody was safe. And I think if we go by those rules, we're Because you, were, you good. were playing a worship. So I'm playing worship. And I'm also right. getting in trouble a lot because I moved yeah. around so much. Like, I like I, I remember I jumped one time at, like, you know, like a, like the drop of a song. And, like, I got a big lecture afterwards. Like, really? that is too distracting. Like, mm. I don't like this energy. Oh, man, I know those people. Yeah. Even those, if the spirit's moving through you. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like I wasn't a big <laughs> fan of the church this... already. And I was doing it as a favor to my buddy Kyle. And, yeah. you know, I loved him, loved playing music with him, loved playing music with all these other people. But like when they're like, yeah, we think you're going to need to leave. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> I've, been, I've been waiting for someone to say something. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on board. We're on the same what page. What took you guys so long? <laughs> and it was nuts that we did it because we had to be there at 6 a.m. So we're getting up at 5.30 after going to bed at 3.30 on a Saturday night. And he's fucking hungover. Well, you know, your early 20s, you're never really hungover. That's true. You're just still drunk. I wonder, Uh, I wonder, do you, do you hold, um, do you know who slipped the picture under the door? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, But it was like a picture, I had put it on my MySpace. (laughs) 100% narc. So, and then, uh, and so that's when finally, like after all those bands is when I moved to Hawaii and I was there for two years playing music but for the first time ever i had to get a real job selling tvs at sears oh nice and i did it because i loved the movie 40 year old version i'm like that movie's hilarious so this job has to be hilarious (laughs) i Uh, can't wait to meet those same characters (laughs) yeah and to be fair that definitely worked with some characters uh you know and i became good friends with the people i worked with we partied all the time and it was in a mall so we became good friends with everybody that worked at Spencer's. Mm-hmm. And uh, so those are good party people, you know, had a blast, you know, played, you know, some decent shows. Uh, me and Logan, like, get invited to go play a, a show at a, the house that's behind the Volcom house of Pipeline. So I don't know if you've ever been to Pipeline Beach. Like, right, you right. walk down the trail and, like, at the end of the trail where you get to the beach, the house on the right is the Volcom house. The left is the Rip curl house but the one behind the Vulcan house was our house and it was Jamie O'Neill who was ranked number seven greatest surfer of the time and it was a, a surfer commune hmm. so like you're getting all these world famous surfers just crashing out there and uh, we play a show and the guy's like yo that was dope anytime you want to play a show you can eat sleep and drink here for free Whoa! so like we just didn't leave for a bit <laughs> and like <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have a dollar to my name. I just had a tank top, flip flops, and board shorts, and I just wore those like a homeless person for as long as I could stay there. <laughs> Until they fell yeah. off your body. And then, uh, and I think my girlfriend, like who was still on the other side of the island, like, "Are you coming back?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll come back. I gotta find a ride." Uh, one of what, these days. what island was this? It's on Oahu. Oh, okay. So uh, had a blast there, but then realized like, all right, like, and Johnny Quest had moved down with me after a while. And uh, I'm like, man, like, we all just got to go back. Like, Hawaii is fun and all, but I really miss Alaska. We all did. So move back. I do Kodiak for a summer, stay with my folks, get some money, come back. And uh, I don't have a place to live. So my buddy from Third Wheel that I had played with before, he's like, hey, you know, come right back to the band. Like, I got gigs lined up. I'll get you paid. I'm like, all right, sweet. Nice. I'm like, I need a place to crash. He's like, well, I got this studio I'm renting a, a room out of. Uh, and they have a couch in like the, the main area. You probably just crash on the couch overnight. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> crash on the couch overnight. Wake up to Eddie P walking oh in. No. And he's like, oh, my Lanta. Hello. <laughs> I'm like, hi. He's like, you're handsome. Would you like to be on TV today? <laughs> I'm like, I would love to. I always call Eddie P my old roommate <laughs> because of this. <laughs> and, uh, and so I became a host on the venue. And, oh, uh, shit. And, and then I, after that, I went and stayed. I lived with uh, the drummer of the Hoons for a bit until I could find a place. And uh, I just had this, like, mindset, like, I'm not getting a corporate job again. Like, going to play music for a living, no matter what it takes. So, you know, I just 
nose to the grind. Like tr- I joined like 13 bands. Uh, fat guy from the end. Like oh, yeah. he was like having come over to his house. Baby. He's like, all right, let's go ahead and sit down and schedule like all your bands for different shows at Coots and stuff. And so he was helping me out a lot. Um, and what, did I get a job? Um, no, I started going back to college and then I had moved into a house, uh, with Kevin again and like 13 other people, big house this time though, not a one bedroom <laughs> and a two uh, bedroom <laughs> <laughs> and like going back to school, like doing really good. And, uh, you know, the bands are all doing good. And then it was within the same month that, uh, uh, I had, asked boobs to play a show with me and we formed the eternal cowboys and like it was like maybe like um yeah within that month though like things just blew up immediately like we played like one show and then like the word just spread like wildflower and uh we got a weekly spot to anchor like getting booked at humpies getting booked at coots and i kind of get kicked out of uaa so i'm like you know what What'd you do you kind of got do? kicked out Tell uh, us, yeah. tell us, so tell con- us. Like the reason is uh, sexual harassment on a teacher. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I was a little more intense. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I was thinking like partying too hard or something. No, no, uh, you can never party too hard for college. <laughs> so I was taking a political science class with uh, my one of my roommates, and we both have an, an A in this class. We're doing great. We love it. And one day I show up to class and there's a police officer and the dean of students at the door and they um. won't let me in. And my roommate is running late. He had to print off a paper. So like, you can't come in. You got to come with us and get go to an interrogation room. I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. So go to this interrogation room. Like, all right. You know, like, and it's like straight up like dark room, bright light in my face. Like <laughs> they're punching the desk. Like you got to admit to what you did. And they, they like interrogate me for an hour. I'm like, guys, you got to give me like a hint. Like, first of all, it's political science. You get into That's debates. So like I get there's touchy subjects we go on. Sure. I didn't think I got too offensive on anything. Uh, but I, you know, like maybe someone, you know, got offended by something I said, you know, in which case I would absolutely apologize. Well, they won't let me know what it is. And they eventually just let me go because they finally got my roommate and they start interrogating him. So I talked to him afterwards. They let him enough get enough hints that he's able to figure it out. So the class before this that we had gone, uh, we had shown up early, like the good students we were. And the teacher who, like I'm 24, 25 around this time, and she's probably only like 27 Mm. Um, anyway, we had a fine relationship, you know, like yeah. professional all the way, but, uh, she wasn't a big fan of how me and my roommate were always cracking each other up and stuff. Uh, but she hands out these surveys, uh, before class because we're early and she's like, yeah, it's, uh, someone's like senior project is like to have people fill out these surveys. And, uh, the fourth question down was household income. So my buddy, who's a commercial fisherman, and like we had all our other friends in the house, I, I circle hundred thousand dollars plus, <laughs> and I like tap my buddy, I'm like, "Yo, check it out." He's like, "You don't make that much." I'm like, "I know, but you kind of do." And it's like shared income, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're giggling just like that, and turns out someone around like, right about the same time had asked the teacher, "Hey, where did you get these surveys?" She's like, "Oh, when I got in the work this morning, they were in my box," and then and heard us giggled. laugh. And we got hit with sexual harassment. No way. 
As you should. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> and no way wow. can we like try and even say our side of the story. Now, granted, we should have gotten lawyers or whatever. Yeah. Uh, They're kids. But, you know, they tell me like, hey, like, you know, you can either drop the class or you can take the charge. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I don't want to take this class anymore. So <laughs> I, I, but I was on a full ride scholarship. So drop the class. It screws my scholarship over. But Cowboys is taken off. Like, you know what? This is the time. I'm just going to be a full-time musician. And so left school. Zero regrets. Uh, my buddy took the charge. Like had to take all these classes and like pay money. And then he dropped out at the end of the semester anyways. So <laughs> I, I made the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then Cowboys for almost 12 years. Yeah, man. Uh, and then... Uh, and then, you know, me and Boobs had done multiple bands. We did Gimme, 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 which was a, a tribute band to the world's greatest cover band, Me First in the Gimme, Gimme's. Okay. okay. Um, and then we had I also... Was a golf band. <laughs> <laughs> Gimme. We also did, were the, the Coots House Band, uh, with like a few different versions where we had uh, the guitar player and drummer from Edinger join us. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are we called? We were... Uh, that wasn't when Randolph would come up right so it was the same guys that he would use too okay yeah they're local guys but just like the best drummer and guitar player you could have and so uh, yeah i remember watching them yeah and they're a killer um what were we even called uh oh (laughs) so blues had given me like a list of like 12 different names of like band names to go by and one of them was uh, John Claude and the Van Dams. Mm, I'm like, that's dude, good. That's that could be JC and the VDs. <laughs> we gotta do that one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we do that one first, and then uh, and then Winston, uh, who I'm in Bad Friday with, he joined the band after our guitar player left, and then uh, and then we completely revamped the band and became friends with Benefits. But playing five nights a week uh, in that band at Coots, and then Cowboys would play. Uh, one night at Coots. And so I'd have just like, I think just Sundays off or maybe it's just Mondays off Oof. for like an entire summer or if not longer. And uh, yeah. And then like joined another band, the Unfaithful Lovers and did a big tour around Alaska with them. Uh, and they were a blast. Uh, and then, and then also, yeah, the, my band Bad Friday, uh, which uh, Kevin's also in, but uh, it's all the guys that used to be in TIA when yeah. TIA broke oh, yeah. up, they started Bad Friday, and that was my favorite band in town. I go to every show. TIA, uh, Bad Friday, love Bad TIA Friday. too. Oh, but uh, what's up with all the band names though? Like they're so like either an acronym or like a play on something. And I want to say, I want to say Joe wanted to change our band name probably as a joke to the RSOs. And if you don't know what that is, it's a registered sex offender. <laughs> That is not a good name. I was like, whoa, man, you probably I can see him saying that though. I don't know if I was joking, but I just remember, dude, I got the sickest name. <laughs> RSOs. And I'm like, oh, what is that? R- registered sex offender. Oh like, man. That's probably that is the not, worst. not what we want to go for. Hey everyone, we're the registered sex offenders. <laughs> Josh would have fit right in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! That teacher had it out for you. She did, and yeah. uh, we played the first salmon stock back when it was called salmon stock. Oh wow! And after I get done, she shows up like three sheets to the wind, and is now like fangirling hard. Oh weird! And I'm like no, 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 and like uh, I, I verbally oh, very wow, much let the her turn have it. Oh yeah. It was, you want to put your survey in my box? 
<laughs> oh god. Oh man. Okay. So you're you're in all these bands. You're working six days a week. How did you not burn out? How are you still uh, going? Uh, well, no, I did burn out. Um, and so during COVID, my wife uh, got an externship uh, for her med school to go to Big Island, which mm-hmm. we had no choice in. They like literally have to draw names out of a hat. And like we offer like, hey, if anyone else wants to take this, we'll pay you all of our dividends, like six grand or whatever. And no one would take it because they knew like you don't get paid for it. You don't get housing. Like you're paying to do this schooling and you have to move. Jeez. And it's during COVID. So, you know, it's like we couldn't Airbnb our house out. Like we rented it to somebody that had to move out pretty quick. And so that so we're paying our mortgage and our rent down there. And our rent down there is more than oh, our mortgage I here. I bet. Um, but my high school buddy, Bubba, uh, from my band in, in high school, he, uh, Call was back. there. So like me and him get to play some shows and like looking back at it, like looking you know, back at me. Oh, I haven't done one of those. I haven't either. Yeah. I uh, almost missed it. <laughs> almost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it was cool. Cause I had, uh, you know, I had my two sons. And my youngest was two months uh, when we moved down there. Jeez. So, like, you know, you can't even take them out barely during the day because it's so hot. Yeah. But, you know, you find that good, like, couple hours where we could go to a playground every single day, which mm-hmm. you couldn't do here, especially right. during COVID yeah, yeah. and winter. So, you know, definitely some upsides. Thankfully, like, my wife kind of knew this could possibly happen and started, like, saving everything that she could. So we had a good chunk of change saved up. And, like, my uncles uh, that helped raise me, like, helped us out a bit. So we made it last and then, you know, uh, got back here. But uh, during that time there, you know, I was just really like, man, like, you know, it was, had I left music on my own terms, I'm sure it would have been different. But to have, like, you know, like, was it March 16th that the shutdown happened everywhere? Yeah, yep. yeah. And, like, there was a band from Pottsville that had flown to Alaska that asked me to be their bass player. So I had, like, for, like, the next 40 days, I had 35 shows booked. Oh, my God. I was like, God. oh, man, like, this is great. And they're great paying shows. Like, you know, and then just carpet pulled out from under me. And then, you know, then that summer, like, there's a, those, like, kind of weird shows where, like, Millennial Falcons played a couple and, like, you know, yeah, it had to be same. outside, yeah. and yeah, it kind of sucked. And then, yeah. Was that, was then, that in the valley, those shows? No, we were playing or, Eagle River, uh, or Mananuska. Brewery. Uh, yeah, in Eagle River. Which, you know, I love that venue, but back yeah, then, 100%. you had to stay at your picnic table, and if you got left it, you know, yeah. all the craziness. You get arrested. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Get him! <laughs> You're RSO if you leave your yeah. yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> but, uh... And so, like, you know, it's it yeah, this weird thing where, like, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go back to the music. And then, and then you guys started this podcast. And I listened to it the very first, like, probably in the first few hours you dropped it. And I remember I was in Pahoa, uh, uh, this little, like, cottage that we had rented uh, for a little getaway during, like, Christmas time. And uh, I, like, listened to it and, like, it's kind of down in the dumps. And I'm like, this podcast, I'm like, man, like... I'm going to listen to this and they're going to better themselves and I'm going to try and do the same. And very much so like you guys were doing like your weekly challenges back then. Yeah. So I was giving myself weekly challenges. Yeah, I remember that. And, yeah. uh, yeah, and I would hit you up just like with ideas yeah. for your podcast and my thoughts on like, Oh man, it's like, you know, you always say, uh, like, 
when you can't remember the name of somebody, like, oh, what is that called? And I'm the guy like that's listening, yeah, like, like yelling at like, it. Like, oh, yeah. text you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, we recorded that we, two days ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I still haven't figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, that was just a, it was such a trip to be taken away from everyone and everything and sure. put in a weird spot. In a different area. And it was so much like almost being under house arrest too, just because we couldn't leave the house a whole lot with the young children. Uh, with, you know, the Big Island just gets so hot. You know, yeah. you will melt. And my, I, have, I have very white children. And so, <laughs> and like, you know, with a two-month-old, like, babies aren't supposed to sweat, so you can't let them get that hot. Oh, wow. So, yeah, just it was air a Air-conditioned the hell out of your house? Yeah, which is like... A lot of money. It's like an extra 500 bucks a month or Damn. something. So, like, we had to, like, yeah, like... Time no, our air conditioning. No wonder the Airbnbs oh, yeah. every time we go to Hawaii, they're like, well, use it sparingly. Prime time. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, every day. Too bad. <laughs> I'm like, no, you, you can't. Can I already paid. It. I paid a yeah. lot of money to be here. Yeah. yeah. That's built in. They're just yeah. trying to be yeah. cheap. And yeah. uh, so, like, in my head, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to play music when I get back. Like, I might just do something else. And I was talking to you, I might get into carpentry. Because mm, yeah. I had yeah. done that before uh, and I enjoyed it. But then I get back and things are starting to open up and uh, the band's getting booked again. And my wife like is super busy. Uh, I think she's still finishing school and then went straight into working full time. And so like, you know, rather than pay for childcare, like, all right, cool. Like I'll be home all day and I'll leave at nine o'clock at night and go play my shows, make some money mm-hmm. and then, mm-hmm. you know, get up with the kids in the morning. And it was just so convenient that I couldn't not do it. And, uh, but then, yeah, I did that for a year and a half or two years until, uh, Susan from Willowa one day, kind of like, you know, after a show, like sit at the bar and have a drink. She's like, so like the music thing's working for you? I'm like, well, you know, it helps that the wife's like a doctor now and like yeah. making good money. She's like, well, would you ever think about like working here and kind of doing what I do and like, you know, like working under me? I'm like, well... Yeah, I could see me doing that. Yeah, like, cool, yeah, booking dude. shows and private parties and stuff. She's like, yeah, no, that's exactly it. I'm like, man, that would be, you know, kind of something that I've always like thought about doing. I've always, you know, I've always enjoyed booking shows and, you know, helping other musicians. And uh, she's like, how would you do it, like, with your bands? I'm like, I would just quit my bands. And like, she's like, just jaw drop. Like, you, you would just quit. I'm like, yeah, I've been looking for a way out. Like, yeah, I'll just quit and I'll just do this full time and give it my all. And she's like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, well, I mean, like, this is like not a permanent yes. Like, give me some time, to, like, to chew on it. And like, I talked to the wife, and I was very back and forth for a while. Like, yeah. you know, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it. wasn't sure if I was ready to leave music. And, you know, it was a, you know, whole career change. And not to mention, like, you know, when you when you're in a band with someone, it's like your family, right? You know? right. So you're gonna be leaving two. Uh, families and yeah. joining this other one where I only know a few people, and you don't even get the more Christmases. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> I have to work on Christmas. Yeah. Oh no, I guess I didn't. But, uh, and yeah, I was just so back and forth on it until uh, finally, it just like it just hit me. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. Like, I just, I played a show at Willow, and I told Susan, like, hey, like, let's have a meeting. Let's like have like the actual talk of like what's going to be involved. And we sat down, we had the talk, she kind of laid it all out. I'm like, cool. That's what I want. Um, 
And then I had to have a meeting with uh, Dylan, the owner, uh, to get like the final approval and everything. Yeah. And like, I was so nervous. Uh, and go do the meeting with him. And was it at his, at his law office? No, it was uh, at Poncho's. Oh. Uh, so I, I had to go to like this like office, like fifth floor up. Like I was wearing a suit when I interviewed <laughs> with him like years and years and years ago. But anyway, I was very, I was saying, I was very like, oh my God, I never met Dylan before. And it was yeah. like a few honors at that time. And I was like, I was just scared out of my mind. How much are you so. going to be digging into my past? <laughs> <laughs> I need to ask that up front. <laughs> You're going to want to skip my college years. <laughs> um, so the day we have that meeting is on Boobs' birthday. And you got to, why is his name Boobs? Because uh, kids are mean in high school. Okay, because oh, okay. I've always wondered. Because I mean, yeah, that's I never knew. That's either, what he always says. And then so. he just he just he owns it now. Just owns it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you got to do. How you defeat yeah, because every time, uh, um, anyway, I, I'd be like, oh yeah, you know, like you know, boobs and Josh are playing a pio tonight or something like that, and my wife would be like, boobs. I'm like, uh, Chris. His name's Chris. So I'm like, I don't know why his name is boobs, but anyway, now now that's no. just his name. That's just his so. Name. You know, I accept the thing. It's all like said and done, but I can't tell him on his birthday. And we're playing Willowaw that night, mm. so I'm like, all right, this is too awkward. Uh, and I think we had like one other. I don't know if we had any shows that weekend, but Sunday we played the fair. So after that show, uh, you know, I take the, the, the band gets together, the pack all the gear up, and we're all done. I'm like, you know, like, hey guys, this is my last week in the Eternal Cowboys. Uh, we had a, like a wedding that was a week later. I'm like, that would be my last show. So, you know, we have one more Coots, one more Pio, mm. one more Willowa, one more Yukon and Seward, uh, oh, which I was really wow. stoked that that was my last bar show. Cause I really love that place. I do too. And then we have the wedding and we're done. And, uh, and then he's like, okay, what about Falcons? Mike, we have just the POD show, uh, mm. open up for POD in Eagle river. Like that'll be that last show. And, uh, you know, it was really tough. Like, yeah, I was just going to ask you, that. well, also what led up to that decision? Like, what was it that you were like, I'm going to leave? Cause I mean, you, you know, we just looked at your entire life and you were just like on this trajectory of music, 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 which all three of us have at one point in time or for short or for long, however long it was. But it's like, we were just like music, 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 music. That's like, that's all we want. And then there was like, in my head for me there was like a moment where i was like no more and like what was that for you and then also what was that like and making that decision to like get out of music i don't know i mean that's really tough for how you were doing it way more than i we ever did five days a week six be, days a week seven days a week be very surprised if there's anyone in alaska that's played more shows in the last 10 years oh 100 uh, yeah. other than i mean boobs who's right there with me yeah but uh a big part of it was I mean, you know, I really didn't see, I feel like we had hit a ceiling. Like Falcons got to play, you know, we got to open for all these cool big bands yeah. uh, or play, you know, I mean, like you either get to play, say like the Eagle River Mananuska or the Willowa uh, Kurt Street Show or uh, what's that new one where they do the Saturday Market on 3rd. I forget what they call that parking lot, but oh, that's yeah, where like Milky Chance, we open up for them right. there and that's a few thousand people. Mm. Like, you know, that's the biggest you're going to get to do. You know, I yeah. mean, 
that's just the unfortunate thing of Alaska is, you know, you're, there's no shows that can hold 10,000 people. Yeah. So, you know, you're kind of capped at like 5,000 is probably the biggest you're going to get to play. Yeah. And so if, like, if that, yeah. And so I'm like, well, like, you know, Falcons are just like really spoiled that we get to play these dope shows. Cowboys have really kind of owned the bar sh- scene for so long. Like there's no other bars for us left to play. And, yeah. you know, and money kind of caps at a certain point, uh, especially if you're playing, you know, weekdays and stuff. It's like you've hit, you've hit the ceiling. Basically. Hit the ceiling. Like, man, like there's only one direction to go and it's going to be down or unless we tour and I don't want to tour because like the last tour we had done, which I mean, we gone like to knack neck or something for a week and Ooh. I came back and which I wanted to talk to you about. Too. Uh, my kid was like, my kid wouldn't talk to me. He was so mad at me for being gone for a week. Oh man. And it just sucked. So if you were gone for longer for a tour, yeah, and I just, I have zero desire to be away from my family that much. Like, uh, especially just, I've been so spoiled of getting to spend every day, all day with my kids for so long that, yeah, there's no way I'm going to leave for a two-month tour, no matter how cool it is. I mean, I just, I didn't see, like, a, a even a price point on that. I'm like, yeah. man, I don't want to do that. Two million? Uh, I mean... Three million. My dad was a commercial fisherman, and he was always Five gone. Million. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> also I mean, like, there's man. always a price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I don't need to talk to my kid. <laughs> like ever again. I'm good with it. <laughs> but yeah, and then you know, been at Willow Wall for yeah. you know, quite a few months, and I just love it. Yeah. You know. uh, I get to see more bands play than I've gotten to see in the last 10 years because I get to book them like, hey, you know, come play our stage and I could actually watch you finally get you paid uh, very well and, you know, get all these musicians that have never played that stage before. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, and then, you know, we have like our weekly meetings with our production team where like we kind of like brainstorm ideas and I'll have like these random ideas like you guys making a promo yeah. video for us and, you know, like I'm very much heard. And they're like, yeah, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and take the lead on that? And like, we'll see if we can make it happen. And then it happens. And it's just such a cool feeling to like. You got fired the next day. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck was that shit, Josh? Josh, You gotta go. You (laughs) approved this script? Was that a butthole? (laughs) Yeah. There was a lot in there. It was graphic. Dude, you don't know how many people have messaged me or talked to me and like, was Kyle really naked in that video? And it's like, no, I I, I just made it look really, really good. I I will. CGI. I will say one thing really quick is um, I tried on some Spanx. Mm. Yeah, I I grabbed. I grabbed. I told. I told Molly this because she was like, "Like, what did you wear?" I was like, "Honestly, I went." Did you tell her after? Oh, you told her after. Yeah, I was like, I went into your underwear drawer and I tried to find like (laughs) something like flesh colored, and I just grabbed these things. I think they're Spanx or something. Like I don't know, and like. I'm, I'm like so waiting for him to come over and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be all prepped for this. <laughs> and uh, He's going to be fluffed yeah, up. I, I need a fluffer. And so I stick one leg inside of these, these shorts, these like compression shorts. And like, it went up to like my calf. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I tried to put my other leg in there and it was like, 
vacuum sealed them together. <laughs> and like I tried handcuffs to, on your ankles. Oh my god! Yeah, I like tried to yank them up one time. And then like I come they, in. They didn't. Yeah, <laughs> get out of here. And they did not budge. Like there was no way. So I just took my my boxer briefs and I rolled them up like tidy whitey like a thong. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so that was as best we could have done without really exposing the world to. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we only, it's the, I mean, let's that was start. a one take. Yeah, that was the one take. <laughs> and like, you can't see it because I'm off camera, but like, I just fall. I see, I look back and I look at Kyle, and Kyle's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I just fall down to the ground, like yeah. laughing. I was like, that was it. If I, we were recording, uh, thankfully we were, but if we were recording, that was it. That was the money shot. Yeah. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Call back. Also a good band. Yeah. yeah. Also a really Great good band. local band if you haven't heard of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Which which was really fun to film, too, because, I mean, like, I don't know. I think that's one thing, too, because we it was like a fun little collaborative because mm-hmm. we, you know, so you did hire us to film uh, like a little video promo. You know, you guys are doing this um, really cool promo promotion for Willow Wild right now. And, uh we came over and we just started spitting some ideas, you know? And it was like, we, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but it was like, you know, we had ideas and we just started laughing at the table and that was like really, really fun. Yeah. And then we just kind of went from there and then made this insanely silly, you fun know, and silly. That's what 33 we year yeah. old man on top of a 36 year old man's shoulders, <laughs> like scared yeah. out of my mind. Yeah. You were scared. Oh I know. my God. I was afraid that I was, cause I'm not, see, here's the thing too. I'm not a very like well or nimble coordinated guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was also surprised that you're not the one that small. got on top. Like I don't think I would have trusted myself to have him on my shoulders. Oh, Maybe a yeah. little bit more. Honestly, I would have, it would felt different. I don't know. But like, uh, I definitely was nervous to be up there because I'm also a towel guy that doesn't have very good balance. And so being up there Wait, was who definitely- you, Andre the Giant here? <laughs> <laughs> I will say I was surprised at how little faith you have in me. I've I ne- think it was more I've just, I was just very scared. Few people. I was just scared for my life because I could see myself, not even like you fall, like falling or whatever, but just me just falling mm-hmm. by yeah, myself. I, mean, I think that was more just like I was nervous about that. That was the worry. Like me just like falling backwards and like, you know. I'd just, catch you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, you, there were people around. That yeah, like that's, would, that is true. There was quite true. a few homeless people that were willing to catch <laughs> yeah. you, I'm sure. Oh, my god, That was another thing, they too. They were wild. I was a little nervous. There was that guy who was kind of, like, floating around, and, and, you know, he was asking us a lot of stuff. And I was like, dude, what if he pushes us over? <laughs> or what if he like, went to shank just... you in the side, and then it hits me in the neck? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's what you're thinking? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, what if he really thinks this guy is super tall, and he tries to stab him in the waist? And, <laughs> oh, stab it in the butt. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh. There goes Kyle. That, butt stab. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that was a uh, wild one. And it was, yeah, was, it was nice that we had real good. security there. Yeah, that was, yeah, and, was actually uh, nice. Yeah, and, he, he took care of it. And how cool is it that we had Don Sean help out? Yeah. Like, he was I know. so cool about volunteering. That I, just, I, I texted him uh, a little bit afterwards, and I was like, dude, you know, I was like, I'm so glad Josh asked you to be there because we were looking for a third camera person, you know, a third person just to help us out. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, he was I there, was so that was really cool. one million percent confused. I, I noticed that on your face when like, you walked so in and he walked he's there. right into the, the, the bar area and he goes, Hey, what's up? And I was like, Hey, hey what's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> he's like, Oh, I'm just on break. Did you recognize him? Oh, no, totally. Okay, okay. But I was just like, the door was locked and somebody like let him in. And I was like, 
about to be like, hey, dude, we're shooting something here. I don't know if you're supposed <laughs> to. Like, I was like, I don't know if I was supposed to let you in. Oh, he was, like, buddy, at the you're door. not supposed to be here. Yeah, he was like waiting at the door like, hey, come on, let me in. And so I, I was like, hey. <laughs> I thought you were going to be worried that you got fired. I'm like, yeah, yeah. sorry, I hired this other yeah. camera guy. <laughs> but I was just like, I don't know if he's supposed to be here. He just walked in. And then, yeah. then he was like, oh, yeah, thanks for showing up. I was like, oh, thank God he's no. supposed to be here. It, it is great uh, because, like, the camera we were using to film that, like, he knows. I It's my camera. Mm-hmm. But he knows way more about that camera than I do. So and smart. so, and he was just like, oh, yeah, just do this, this, and this, and this. And I was like. Dude, I don't even know. <laughs> I've been using this camera for like three years, and I'm okay. Yeah, sure. You, why don't you just take over, bud? You're uh, hired. So that was that was really nice. Yeah. And that was really fun. Um, and in the fun video, I watched it like a million times mm-hmm. in like less than 24 hours, just because I was trying to get the editing views it. Oh yeah. But also, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> ding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had to. Yeah. Uh, One thing I wanted to that's add. actually that sparkle took a lot longer than you to put there. Than I, thought. I was like, I spent like forty minutes just, just frame for frame <laughs> looking at my butthole. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got to make it darker. Yeah. 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 One uh, thing I was going to ask though is uh, to jump back into kind of that thing where you gave up music, but like you're working in music mm-hmm. at the same time. I mean, to an extent. Like, I feel like there is a, um, a lot of people suffer from that. Like they don't want to give up a dream, um, whether that's sports or music or different things, but then they don't realize that there is kind of like an alternative world where you get to be involved in it without Mm. the, the negatives. Cause people look at being a rock star as like easy. Like they're like, oh, you just get to be so popular and play all these shows, and they're like, and travel, oh yeah, and yeah. all that. They see the glorified version of all yeah, that yeah. any any career path, really. And so, like, I kind of feel like this is a better one for you in the sense that you still get to be involved. Granted, you might not be in the limelight on stage per se, right. but if your true passion is really in the music world, then you're heavily involved still, and you get to make yeah. people's dreams come true to some extent more often than you probably ever did. I mean, I've always believed so much in the Anchorage music scene and wanted to like help out in any way I could. I mean, even Beatles, I did, uh, I talked to Albert about doing an internship with him. Mm -hmm. And I even, when I worked at Mike's Music in Eagle River, when they moved locations, they were going to let me open an all ages music venue in there. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, But then I moved to Hawaii. But yeah, it's always something that like has been a passion of mine that I just never really thought of like as could be a career Mm -hmm. and so the fact that like i'm training under susan who you know throws like some of the biggest shows alaska's ever seen right one has been doing this like by herself by herself i mean for years like you know dylan uh like you know he obviously has a lot to do with it yeah and uh but you know you susan's the person you see that boots on the ground that is like making all these things happen I like they gave Dylan a shout out. Shout out to Dylan. Yeah, no, he does. He does, he does do a lot. Super too. great. He's super supportive. Yeah. Uh, and so every time I see him, you know, he's just super encouraging and everything, and yeah. uh, makes me feel very wanted in my position, which is nice. Uh, but yeah, having Susan, who uh, you know, because I've worked with uh, like Sarah P, and I've worked on her shows and helped out, and uh, you know, played a bunch of Brad Erickson ones, and so like we have like. Uh, and then, of course, you know, Brock and his uh, promotion yeah. company. Like, yeah. we do have, like, a good handful of awesome promoters. Um, but Willowa has always been, like, a special place to me, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I got married there. Yeah. So, 
Like, me. You got married inside. I shut down the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have that budget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, what, I had five bands and four DJs uh, shut down the street. I think we had close to 500 people. Damn. It was ridiculous. Uh, fully catered by Alleyway Grill. Uh, Coots did an outdoor bar where it was dollar beers and $3 shots. I think do you guys have the egg rolls? We the had the Reuben egg rolls. Oh, I love have those. The egg rolls. Yep. Oh, those are my favorite. Um, and I don't know if we still hold it, but for a long time we held the record for the highest sales inside Willowa on a Sunday. What? Because uh, oh, yeah, I could see Which that. I told you, Space, that they were going to have the bar open in there. Like, because I was like, I don't want people drinking like too early and whatnot. And uh, sure enough, like, you know, uh, half the people there were bartenders and the other half were musicians. So yeah. everybody was drinking. They were pre gaming before that came over. Yeah. And. Brown bag had just shut down and uh, uh, Antoine, uh, Antoine and Brent owned it. And Antoine gave me all the booze from the bar oh, when they wow. shut down. He's like, here's your wedding present. Oh my God. And so what I did is I used that booze. Uh, so I had to hire my own security team. I had to hire like five dudes to be outdoor security. So I took the old brown bag security and like, Hey, like, can I give you guys three bottles each to be security for a night? And they're like, yeah, that's like, you know, that's a good amount of money. And it was good bottles. So, and then like all the DJs and musicians, I just had like the back of my, I had these big bread baskets full of booze and like, hey, just like kept bringing people to the back of my car. Like, just take some bottles, man. <laughs> take what you need. That was smart. Yeah. That was smart. Uh, and all the bands and DJs volunteered, uh, which is, you know, and I had wow. Gray, I had DJ Adam, I had Covey, I had Brady. And then I had Blackwater Railroad, uh, Mike Gorder. Did Blackwater play at your wedding? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Tyson. Uh, yeah, once Dow. again, T. Dizzy. Yeah, yeah. Tyson. Uh, you know, I've known Tyson since before Blackwater because uh, I met him. Bartending? No, uh, I played a show at the Yukon and oh, he man. comes over to the band house uh, during our break and like, you know, like knocks on the door. He's like, hey guys, uh, I'm Tyson. I'm new to town and. I happen to be a singer songwriter. Like, cool man, come on in. He's like, I got, I got this joint. <laughs> like, cool man. And he looks at the table, and there's like a bong and like a pound of weed. And he's like, uh, if you want to smoke it, like, yeah, we can smoke your joint. Yeah. And he's oh, like, aren't you just cute? What are we gonna do the next five minutes? You know? But <laughs> yeah. Then he like played us like a couple songs. We're like, oh dang, okay, you're it. a real deal. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna start a band. We're like, cool, man. Well, we're gonna be, we're gonna be back in a month. We'll you know come by uh, when we come back. So we come back and he's like, yeah, like like how's the band? He's like, I got a cello player. I'm like, oh, huh. okay, cool. Sounds like Seward. And yeah. then uh, Just take like, what you well, can get. We'll see you when we come back next month. Come back and like, what do you got? He's like, I got a violin player. I'm like, <laughs> huh? Are you starting an orchestra or <laughs> <Yeah>. a band? <laughs> and then we come back the next month and we're like, what do you got now? He's like. I got a singer. I'm like, oh, I thought you were the singer. He's like, I am, but I got another one. I'm like, oh, what does he play? <laughs> Nothing. <Yeah. laughs> Just takes his shirt takes off. Shirt off. I'm like, yeah. all right. Yeah. And then, then got a bass player and like, none of this makes sense. And then we saw them play like, oh, that makes complete yeah. sense. Yeah, it is interesting. And it all, uh, it all joins together very nicely. Yeah. And so, you know, I've always pushed for those guys to like do the best they can. They definitely have. And one time they played the Gwyn down in Cooper Landing, and I was like, "Hey, you know, I happened to go down there uh, the party, and like I got my cajon. Like, if you want, I can jump on for like two songs or something. Like, yeah, yeah, here, like we'll get started and we'll call you up. I'm like, all right, cool, man. So thinking like, you know, yeah, I'll play at the end of the night or something. 
they play like 10 minutes. Like, hey, we're going to have Josh come up from Journal Cowboys. And like, oh, cool. I get up there. And I play the next four and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, never played these songs. Like, and haven't even heard half of them. <laughs> but just, just tapping away. Damn. Dap, dap, dap. Uh, <laughs> so I definitely have a former member of Blackwater on my resume. As uh, you as should. Yeah, yeah. As you should. Be I mean, stupid not. One of the biggest bands Alaska's ever yeah. gotten the privilege to have. Yeah. And like birth, basically. Because it's like Portugal in my head. It's like Portugal, you got 36. And mm-hmm. like Blackwater is like becoming, and a medium build is slowly becoming. Yeah. Up there. Man. With Quinn. So cool seeing medium build. Yeah. And that's. The only band I'm actually angry with is Medium Bill, just because we're not friends yet. Oh. And it's purely just because we've never been in the same room together. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've He's ever, elusive. He's I've very never elusive. crossed paths. I've gone to, like, the Live After Fives that they've played, mm-hmm. but, like, I always had to, like, dip out to go play my own show or something. But, like, yeah, since they first started back when they had, uh, like, James and Chad in the band and JR and drums, like... Mm. Huge fan and always uh, thought everything that Nick does is super cool. Yeah. So if he's listening to this, Nick, come to Willowa and we come should. be my friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need new friends. Are you going uh, to first up? So, I'm working. Oh, working. Something working you, and twerking. Something mm. you said um, about like Willowa, like, and it's a special place, right? Because you got married there. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting how, like, as a musician, I think, like, you know, I was playing for a long time and then we'd play at Coots. Like that was our Friday, Saturday nights, you know, fat guy shows. Oh yeah. And Sundays. Coots off I have a Coots tattoo on my back. Like Like, Coots was always a big part of my life. So I think it's like when, you know, I mean I'm not saying like this to like, you know, throw shade at any other venue, but like when Willowa came, it was like nice because it was like, oh, something different. Yeah, they are trying something different. We've you know, we've done these uh, venues, you know, the same venues, you know, Avenue Pio, mm-hmm. it doesn't. Played. It doesn't feel like a bar show, right? It, and it, I think that's another yeah. thing. So, and it feels a little like different. Um, and so, yeah, it, it is a special place, and it's kind of cool that you're able to kind of add to that legacy now. And you're having other people kind of come in. Like I know, I just saw that you put um, uh, Rosie Rush. Oh on. yeah, Rosie Rush. Oh my gosh, she, she's great. It's so amazing. I've like you know seen the clips, and I actually had booked her, but I was out of town for the show. Yeah. So like that's kind of like why like I booked her immediately again. I'm like because I got heard nothing but good things and yeah, yeah she's seeing great. her live reminds me of the first time I saw Emma Hill live mm. and I actually heard Emma before I saw her because we lived in the dorms together and I got out of my car in the parking lot and I could hear her singing out her window and I'm like oh I might be creepy and just go find this dorm like <laughs> that voice is so good I must wow. know. <laughs> And then, uh, and then, yeah, started throwing stones. Ow! Very quickly met her, and uh, and then you know been like super good friends ever since. Uh, That's how you met Emma. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just by, by being creepy. By, by, by being creepy. creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. You're giving a lot of people hope. <laughs> Just creep on. Yeah. Uh, You're telling me. No, we had like such a cool like core of friends in college uh, because it was like me, her. Kevin, uh, who, if people don't know, Kevin is also uh, in the Hoons. Uh, Jeremy Weatherall, who's in Shy Bones at the time, mm. with uh, Alice from K-Well and uh, Troy, I forget how to say his last name, like Annika Set or something. Uh, but I was a big fan of Shy Bones as well. And then we also had Hawkins Wright, 
who I don't know if you he played the, okay. all those open mics back yeah, in the day. Sounds like a singer songwriter name, right? Such there. a perfect name, Hawkins Wright. And he runs. Let me a, guess, he was attractive too. Oh, painfully. So. I, I remember that dude. Fuck yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know. Him. I don't even know him. <laughs> right when he said Hawkins, I was like, oh, I can see it. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kyle, <laughs> I hate him. Settle down, buddy. Settle down over yeah. here. Yeah, okay. Fluffer. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so you played all these shows, and uh, or you play, you're hanging out with all these people. Yeah, and uh, me and Emma, like, we even like used to busk downtown uh, together, and and then of course you know she went on to be like quite the big artist. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I even told Rosie this, uh, which she took as you know the compliment as it was intended to be. Like, yeah. oh wow, you know I love Emma, and I'm like yeah, that's just, amazing. The things that uh, Rosie can do with her voice, I haven't yeah. really seen them more than like a handful of times in my life. So I think she could very easily like be the next like shooting yeah. star out of Alaska. Yeah, she. The, how I've found out about Rosie is she emailed me out of the blue and was like, uh, can you make a music video for me? And at that time, I wasn't really like interested in doing music videos. Still really, I'm like, eh. um, but I'm. You know, no kind of like send, but I, then I then I saw, <laughs> yeah, then I saw that parlor parlor in the round, uh, like it was like during COVID, right? So they were doing it outside with Anchorage concerts, and um, basically I was like, "Fuck, dude, I should make a music video for this girl." Like she was just so talented, yeah. Um, so you're picking, you're finding these people. How are you finding the people too? Are you like Instagram, Facebook? Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, you know. Obviously, a lot of them I like, just know through the scene. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of them are just old friends. Uh, I used to uh, co-host the open mic at Coots, so I know quite a bit through, through that. Um, but her, I, like, uh, essentially just messaged her on Instagram and said, like, hey, like, I'm doing, I'm running these showcases at Willowall. Like, I would love to have you play one, yeah. you know, if you're interested. And she was down. And so, I'm like, cool, like, I'll get back to you when I got a date and you know, I had her open up for Zen Trebles, uh, which is a great band. And she's like, can I bring my band? And like, I'm out of town for this show. I'm like, well, like, you know, I don't like to have a huge, uh, uh, break time in between bands. And yeah. so that's why I wanted you just to be a solo artist. But if you talk to the drummer and the other band and see like, if you guys can like share gear, absolutely. Share the kit. And no, and they were down, uh, and Zen Trouble's like, they were super accommodating to help her a band out because they had never played Willowaw before. Mm. And uh, it all worked out great. And, uh, you know, like, all the feedback I got from it was positive. So I was like, awesome. cool, like, let's get you back. Awesome. And, yeah, home run. Yeah. Um, so what, what's coming up that you're, like, excited about? Like, what events that you can kind of share, if you can share? Uh, can, we get a, can we get a Go Fix Yourself exclusive? I don't... I don't know if I can. I don't want to get in trouble. Mm. Um, Nobody's gonna listen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carol will know, <Yeah>. okay? <laughs> and she'll tell my mom, and my mom will tell yeah. Susan, and tell the 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 Flatbushes. Um, oh. We <laughs> I still can't get. I can bush tigers, yeah. baby. Flat I can go tigers. kind of around it. We are having one of my favorite. Pop punk bands is coming up ding, 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 in the near ding, future. Ding, 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 ding. Men's uh, getting back together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh boy. Um, <laughs> we have one of the most legendary hip hop artists of all time coming up in the near future. Oh man. And then uh, there's a show this summer that 
they won't even tell me who it is yet. They won't but, even tell you. Yeah, yeah. they're like, he, like you know, they the circle of trust, like you know, has. They're to, like, you're like, going on the Go Fix Yourself podcast. <laughs> like, you, they're gonna try to squeeze it out of you. Yeah. Um, Josh looks like a talker. All they're gonna, <laughs> he looks like he's gonna talk. There's there's one band that uh, it's like one of the biggest bands. Like to me, it's one of the biggest bands in the world. Uh, where we were talking about having them play inside Willowa. I mean, this is one that would Metallica. Fill, <laughs> they would fill the uh, Air, Alaska Airlines Center probably t- like two nights in a row and play at Willowa. Play indoors at Willowa. Acoustic, like solo? No, like full show. Uh, but how would, would you even afford that? So that's the thing: is the ticket prices for this insane. show. But there's no bad seat because you're talking like you know that main room fits like eight hundred or something. And, you know, everybody's going to be crammed in there. And so, like, you know, no matter where you are, like, you're maybe 100 feet away at the at the, the worst. Yeah. Right? If anything, you're five feet away. So we're talking Damn. about that. But, like, the ticket price would be a good chunk of change. And we're kind of, like, debating, like, if that's even possible. It, yeah. and to bring the Beatles up here. Yeah. <laughs> just you heard them here first. Together. <laughs> yeah. We uh, got our exclusive. It's the shitty Beatles. They're even better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Um, okay. So, may, oh, you know, actually we should talk about this too. The, you have approached us, but, and I'm interested doing a live podcast. Yeah. I still think this would be cool. Uh, I know we kind of, you had a, yeah, a and you bit. had a really good idea to get like the, the audience, you know, I think that would, you know, I don't, I don't know what audience would come up and, and come to our live show, but I think that'd be fun. I think so. Cause I think, you know, if we shot for, like we said, like 50, 60 people. Yeah. And especially if everybody wrote down a question and like you guys had to like each of, I think I, your wife should be involved cause she's the smart oh, one. Yeah. Out of this she's group. actually, yeah. And, <laughs> she, actually, uh, yeah. she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, uh, you get at least one real answer, but uh, so <laughs> yeah. it gives you like an actual life problem and you know, you guys each answer it. <laughs> I'm but gonna, I'm going to solve that big problem. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, As my friend Jonah Feely once said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then I thought it'd be fun to like get the crowd involved where like each of them like also get the vote like whose answer they're going to pick. And then the person says like, oh, you know what? Like Steven's answer is actually like the one I'm going to go with to solve this problem. <laughs> I love that's not going to happen, but <laughs> I love I love that you picked me. So thank you. Now uh, go and fix yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that way, like everybody's involved. And yeah. Like, I love the idea. Fun. I love the idea of a live podcast. Also, because it's never really been done by, uh, well, at least not that I've like on a scale like that. Yeah, I mean, that I know. Yeah. That I know. Uh, Cass Smiley does the Before You Die Comedy Festival. Well, and that, yeah, they do that's huge. like traveling uh, podcasts and stuff that are live. Yeah, but I, you know, I, unfortunately, I'm thinking been more like one. local. But yeah, a local podcast I've never heard of doing this. Yeah, I haven't either. And especially like yeah, interactive with a crowd like that. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think we should definitely talk about it and I, I definitely want to look into it. Um leave the marketing up to me. I'm gonna go find the hot guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bring the hot guys, oh, which good. will in turn bring the hot girls. Good call back. Uh that's what's gonna happen. Well, cool. Uh, like um well Joshua, thank you for stopping by, man. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, um, thanks for having this wisdom. podcast, man. Yeah. Every Monday. Thank you for listening. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I remember like back in the day when literally no one would message us or, you know, we'd look at the, I, I don't actually, I don't think we looked at the downloads that much because they were depressing and like, you know, but you were like a, a huge part of that, 
you wouldn't be like, you know, oh, hey, you know what Josh said about this, about last episode? Maybe we should change it for next episode or no, something like that. You need to block Josh. <laughs> you need yeah. to block him immediately. Yeah. Uh, no, so thank you for, like, listening and, 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 and also, like, interacting on social media and all that stuff. So it's really been a, a great thing. And so thank you for coming on yeah, and sharing my pleasure. your wisdom Part and of the sharing alumni your story. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, a, you get a shirt now. I get a shirt. Yeah, because like we right, we don't have that many shirts, and so we're only yeah, giving we painted them, to them a, by hand. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the old men's shirts. <laughs> Not much has changed. Yeah, so yeah. it's good. Uh, we don't have many shirts, and so we were only giving them to guests right now. Uh, so yeah, you get one now, and oh, I have cool. one right here for you. Um, anyway, where can people find you, or what? what uh, where, where would you want people to go? Well, really, right now is the best time. To come. Oh, I hope this airs before January's over. It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. Well then, you're just, gonna miss out just, on the golden ticket. But they, if they follow you, they've already seen the promo. They, yeah. So yeah. They're they've set seen. And they know. They've seen it. Um. But yeah, I mean, come to Willowa. You know, the more people support Willowa, then the bigger acts that we can get in there. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is like, even if you haven't heard of the band. Check them out because there's so many bands we've already brought up since I've been there that I've never heard of, and now I can't stop listening to. Mm. Yeah. So you know, the more you support, the bigger things we can do. Hell yeah, I love that. Yep. Uh, Tip well, your bartender, Uber, and uh, go fix yourself. Yeah. Perfect. That's a great way to end the podcast. Did the music just start? Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com. And remember to always go fix yourself.